Welcome back guys to Kate's Draft Room. Today I'm not with David. I am by myself today and we're just going to do a quick little rumor mill for you guys. Uh, I'm just going to read off some of the top rumors floating around the league uh, surrounding the draft. So uh, the first one from Mike Garofolo from NFL Network. The commanders are expected to discuss trading up to the first overall pick and from Daniel Jeremiah from also from NFL Network. Four to five teams are expected to explore the idea of trading up. Teams do not like next year's QB class. So, yeah, when you look at next year's QB class, uh, it's not as exciting. It's not as good, clearly, as this year's. Um, so I would expect some teams to want to get their guy now. And there's also not a lot floating around in free agency. So that makes sense for that. Um, from Dan Granzino, uh, ESPN, insiders believe the Patriots are open to trading the third pick and may address their QB need in free agency. The Falcons are a team to watch as a trade partner. Uh, yeah, when you're sitting at the eight and you're the Falcons and you're a signal caller away from, from having a good roster, it looks like, you can't wait. You can't sit around and wait for next year. You can't wait for the year after that. You can't wait for free agency. you got to go get your guy. So that makes sense right there. Uh, teams are targeting the third overall pick as the spot to trade up, which would be New England from Vic Defer from The Athletic. Again, that makes sense. Uh, Antonio Pierce is a big fan of Jaden Daniels from his days at Arizona State, uh, from coming from Jeremy Fowler from ESPN. Uh, well, Pierce is sitting at the 13th pick, and I think it would take a lot to trade all the way up to three with New England to get that. So I'm not sure I can see that happening, uh, but it'd be it'd be a fun fun draft shakeup if it did. Uh, Jaden Daniels is at the top of the Vikings board, who are willing to trade up for a quarterback. Again, it's kind of same thing. Uh, that's coming from Tom Pilicero from NFL Network, by the way. But the Vikings are at 11. Uh, I don't see them being able to get up to three. But, again, it'd be fun. Uh, the league is higher on J.J. McCarthy than media and fans. Uh, it's coming from Benjamin Allwright. And there's one NFC team that has McCarthy as their QB2. Uh, coming from Destin Adams from Sports Illustrated. I think that's I think that's way too high for McCarthy. I, I think he has some good qualities. Uh, I think he can be a decent player in the league, but I just couldn't justify putting above guys like May and Daniels and even Knicks, honestly. Um, but, I, I mean, we'll see how it, how it works out. Uh, expect J.J. McCarthy to go somewhere in the top 12 from Dane Brugler from The Athletic. And do not be surprised if a team moves up into the top 10 for J.J. McCarthy from U Stadium. Uh, if there was a team that was going to move into the top 10 for J.J. McCarthy, I would point my finger at the Vikings or the Broncos sitting right outside of that. I think they're going to try and jump the Falcons maybe. Uh, that's what I would expect. Like the Falcons seem like the only real threat after those top three to draft a quarterback. Um, expect the top three wide receivers to be off the board in the top eight picks coming from Dane Brugger from The Athletic. Uh, and I already had that. I think I had Marvin Harrison at four, Rome at six, Rome at five, Malik Neighbors at six, so I mean I had that before, before the top seven. So the Broncos have not had any discussion about moving up for a QB, coming from Benjamin Albright. Um, I, I think they should. I think they really, really should take a look at that. Uh, Ninety-nine percent sure it will be offensive line for the Chargers at five. They may look to trade down, coming from Benjamin Albright. Uh, if I were the Chargers, I. I don't hate it. I mean, they have their picket who they want there. They're going to have any corner they want. They're going to have any offensive line they want. They could take Brock Bowers. I mean, they have they have multiple different ways to go. But, but sure, protecting protecting Herbert 
is a is a good way to go. Uh, trading down also, I would permitting they find the right partner would be a good idea for them. Uh, several teams have J.C. Latham as their offensive tackle one, coming from U Stadium. Um, I have him at my four or five around that range, so I think that's a little a little too high for him. Uh, I just can't justify putting him above Joe All. I think Joe All is far and above uh, quite a few guys later down on that list. Uh, some teams have Malik Neighbors graded higher than Marvin Harrison Jr. Coming from Matt Miller from ESPN. And I obviously, you know I, I love Malik Neighbors. He's probably one of my favorite prospects ever. Uh, and so I don't hate that. I don't have him higher than Marvin Harrison. I think I have them almost identical grades. Uh, Malik just being a slight bit lower. Uh, but I don't hate it there. The Chargers may be picking between Malik Neighbors, Roma Dunsey, and Tyrion Arnold coming from U Stadium. So yeah, uh, the Chargers are obviously confusing. Nobody really knows what they're trying to do there. Uh, like I said, they have their top pick at corners, and I believe that would be Terry and Arnold, the best corner in the draft. Uh, and then they have their choice at receiver besides, obviously, Harrison, who I think will be gone right before them. But I, I would highly suggest that they look to trade down if I were them. I think they can just get a lot for that for that five five picks. Someone wanted to try and jump the Falcons potentially to get a quarterback, someone like the Broncos. I know it, we heard just a second ago that they have not explore that idea but uh, again I think they should uh, Jared Verse could end up as a top 15 pick uh, from Tony Pauline from Sports Kita sorry uh, Jared Verse I think deserves a top 15 pick so I don't think that's crazy at all uh, Michael Penix is viewed as a late day 2 pick behind Knicks from Benjamin Albright uh, yeah I, I, I kind of agree with that uh, I think we're pushing third round for Michael Penix I think he's definitely needs to be behind Nix. I think Nix is just a better prospect overall than Michael Penix, but that one that one seems about right. Darius Robinson from Missouri is a legitimate top thirty-two player from Matt Miller ESPN. Uh, I think he I think he's sitting right around there. Yeah, I think he's sitting right around thirty-two. Uh, I think I had him in the forties on my top fifty that came out a couple weeks ago, but it's not. It's not a crazy take at all, and I think de several teams are gonna gonna have him as a top thirty-two player, and I think he's pushing the first round right about now, maybe beginning of the second, as we speak. Brock Bowers will go in the top half of round one, from Charlie Campbell from WalterFootball.com, uh, and David and I are gonna talk about that a little bit later, but uh, I think Brock Bowers will go around that fifteen pick. I think it's somewhere in there. Uh, but that's, that's where I think he's headed. And then this one follows up. Brock Bowers may not be the slam dunk top 15 pick, uh, quotation marks. That may, that many think he will be. That's from U Stadium. Uh, and I agree. I think tight end is just one of those hard positions to grade where you just, it's hard to justify spending a top 10 pick on, on Brock Bowers. But he undoubtedly has the talent to do it. So, so it's hard to, hard to really pinpoint him. Uh, Jackson Powers Johnson, the center from Oregon, has cemented himself as a first-round pick from Tony Pauline, Sports Kita. Uh, yeah, I think he's sitting around the 20s range, early 20s. Uh, I think he's the best interior interior line guy in the, in the draft out of so the guys we've seen so far. Maybe Zach Frazier, close on his heels, but uh, but I think he deserves a, f a first rounder if anyone. Uh, we know we don't see a lot of interior guys 
go that early. Uh, but if there was one, uh, he's that's him right there. Uh, Bo Nix was the best interviewer at the Senior Bowl. A top 15 pick is not out of the question from Matt Miller, ESPN. And Nix is viewed as a late day two pick from Benjamin Albright. So some contradicting things there. Um, Bo Nix top 15. If he did go top 15, the destinations I would say Saints, Vikings, Broncos, maybe Raiders, but we, I, I can't see him going to the Raiders in Las Vegas. Uh, and then on the contrary, Nix is viewed as a day two pick. Uh, that's kind of where I'm headed at right now. Uh, I have another mock draft coming out soon, and I'm, I'm not sure Nix is going to be on it for the first round. Uh, we'll just have to see there. Um, most scouts view Tez Walker, Devontez Walker, as a third round pick from Charlie Campbell from WalterFootball.com. Um, a third round is a little later than I would I would go for him. I'd say beginning of the second, maybe. I think before the Senior Bowl, I would have had him as a first round. He didn't have a great Senior Bowl. He had a lot of things he needed to clean up. So I think putting him in that beginning of the second, mid-second is where he falls right now. He just had some things he needed to clean up uh, and some things were revealed there. But third round, I could see it happening. Uh, I, I think he's better than that. But that was a quick one today. Um, just wanted to fill you all in on the rumors spreading around the league uh, and give my takes on them a little bit. Uh, but uh, we'll have something coming out later in the week with, with myself and David's going to be back. Uh, and we're going to answer some questions, so make sure you go insert those on the Instagram, at Kate's Draft Room. Uh, head over to the Twitter, Facebook, whatever you got, uh, and we'll see you all next time.